1: Welcome back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. Joining me on the program now is the one and only Danny Phil. Thanks for joining us tonight, man. What's happening?
2: Well, it's first thing in the morning here in uh, England, so uh, not quite with it yet. You
1: need a, a few coffees. Yeah. <laughs> like awesome, man. Well, your latest project, Devilment, is uh, it's it's awesome, man. I really dig it, and it's very different musically. How, how did you get involved with the band?
2: Um, well it's about three years ago that um, the other guitarist Daniel Finch who was kind of like the founder um, approached us I've just met him at a gig really uh, he'd just moved to my town here in in England um, and then you know f- cue a few few drunken sessions later he just just suggested me helping him out on a project he was working on and basically just grew from there worked on it as and when between cradle tours and, you know, cradle albums. And, uh, we assimilated various musicians along the way. Mm. And it, yeah, just went into the studio a year ago, not for the entire year, but we, we had the opportunity to record a bit here, a bit there and revisit it after Christmas. And after cradle went out and did a co headline tour with Behemoth and, and basically, yeah, um, also picked up, uh, a good management, uh, in the vein of Paul Ryan, who was a guy who started Cradle with me, he's also the band's booking agent. Oh, cool. uh, as Well, since leaving Cradle, he became a prolific booking agent with the agency group here in Europe. Um, and he's also now the Cradle booking agent as well. So both bands won't step on each other's toes next year when it comes to <laughs> summer festivals and such like. So, yeah, that's basically the history of it, really. It was uh, um, something that just kind of grew out of just an idea I was basically at first just helping someone out um, as they were looking for a vocalist and I was like a stopgap really just to help out with some ideas for a friend. That's awesome man and then
1: it just grew into this and it's it's such a it's a good album man as I said I like it it is different musically it's got a little bit more groove to it uh, and the album, of course, it's called The Great and Secret Show, and, uh, I bet it comes out on Halloween over there, is that right?
2: Well, yeah, as near as damn it. Halloween's, uh, the Friday, I believe, and, uh, it comes out on the Monday, the 3rd. Uh hang about. That's not right, is it? It comes out on the 3rd, whatever, whatever day
1: it is. <laughs> it's close <laughs> enough. It's close, close enough. enough. Close enough. So, have you got, have you got any plans to, uh... You know, the uh, Halloween plans to sort of kickstart kick that that album?
2: Well, next week, Cradle Go from pretty much up until that day in Russia on a full tour, um, playing everywhere in Russia, literally. Um, then I go straight out with Devilman. And on Halloween, which is actually my wedding anniversary as well, we're going to be starting um, a tour support in Motionless in White and Lacuna Coil. Across Europe. Um, so, yeah, Halloween's going to be in Bristol, of all places. <laughs> not exactly how expected to spend this year's Halloween, but it's a good start anyway.
1: Oh, well, that sounds like it's going to be a, a kick-ass tour, so, man. It sounds like
2: you just don't sleep. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to just have to give that up. It's not, you know, what sleep any? Anyway. Yeah, it's
1: overrated, right? It's for losers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the missus was all right with you playing a show on uh, the anniversary?
2: Well she wasn't overly thrilled, no, <laughs> normally we have like really cool Halloween and go and do some various spooky spooky things, usually up in London but um this year, you know gotta go with the flow needs must when the devil drives and all that,
1: yeah, yep, totally understand that one man i've I've been in that situation myself, and you you just gotta flow with it, you'll make it up to us, you'll be right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard the album uh, also features a, a cover of Midnight Oil's, uh Beds Are Burning, am I right?
2: Well, it's not actually on the main bulk of the album, but on the special edition, which comes out at the same time. You know, that's the one that's up for pre-order. Yeah, yeah. It's got three bonus tracks, and one of which is, yeah, a cover of Beds Are Burning, done in her own style. Uh, also featuring my friend Bam Magera from Jackass. Who's doing some vocals on it? It sounds really good, actually. It sounds worse than what it's, you know, actually sounds. Uh, he, he actually comes across a lot like Pete Steele from Typo Negative. And it's very, yeah, it's like a really heavy gothic version of the track, but uh, very similar.
1: The copy I got, it hasn't, obviously, it hasn't got that uh, on it. But uh, I'm actually keen to hear it. I mean, obviously, Midnight Oil, an uh, Australian band, and they're known for pub rock. So I, I thought that might have been an, an interesting choice for a cover, but, uh, man, I'm sure you've made it work. So.
2: It made it worse.
1: Work? No, 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 work. I said not worse.
2: <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's done in our own imitable fashion, yeah, um, yeah. and it's kind of like Cradle have done in the past with getting King Diamond onto a cover of Cliff Richards Devil Woman and um Stay by Shakespeare's sister. You know, we take these really great songs anyway, yeah, with yeah. pop sensibilities and then kind of pervert and twist them. And which what we've pretty much what we've done, uh, with the Midnight Oil cover, it's very faithful to the original, we do not change the structure or anything like that. It's just we've like reversed the keyboard so it's a bit like the Exorcist playing over the top. But um yeah, I mean it's it's huge. It sounds really big, and uh, I think that was one of the premise about covering it was just it was a, a really good song, one of the songs you grew up on, yeah, and we yeah. just wanted to do something pretty different with it.
1: That's cool, man. No, I'm definitely, I'm definitely interested in hearing that for sure. So, uh, when it comes to preparing for a new album, do you record vocal demos at home, or do you just write out patterns and then go into the studio? How how does that usually uh, work
2: out for you? Well, should, I usually write the vocals here at home, and then I've got my own studio, which I go to with an engineer, and then um, just demo them down there, muck around with them, really. Mm. Uh, see you know, see what sticks. And I'm doing that, really, with the Cradle album at the moment, as well as going to Russia and then going straight out on the Devilment tour. When we get back from the Devilment tour, Cradle are in the studio with um, a view to releasing the album early June next year. So it's been a bit of a mad a mad rush toward getting everything finished because obviously not going to be here for the next two months. Yeah. We've got 15 tracks which we'll address in the studio, so we don't know which one's going to make the actual finished album but sounding amazing and what have you. But the same thing's been applying, and I'm after these bunch of interviews I'm doing this morning, I'm going down to the studio to, to lay down some more vocals and some more demo tracks for that album. That's awesome. Man. Has, it, has it got a name yet, or is it...? it's working under the, it hasn't got a name, but the working title is Hammer of the Witches. Um, it's just uh, because of our new lineup and everything else, mm. it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's gone back to the twin guitar harmonies, very fast and ornate and um, atmospheric, very spooky, but lots of melody. Yeah, I think it's going to surprise a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely keen to hear it, man. Last time I saw you guys play live, though, was uh, in Brisbane. My band actually played with you guys at the Hi-Fi last time you were here. Uh, yeah, that was... that was
2: a great show, actually, Brisbane.
1: Yeah, that was cool, man. Yeah, that, I, I had an absolute blast. So, um, yeah, yeah, that was, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys do next. And hopefully, uh, you know, are you going to come out with Devilman as well?
2: Well, that's that's the plan, although we don't. Next year is looking pretty full up as it is already, mm. mainly because uh, some slew of summer festivals for both bands and then Cradle will be going to America in the fall for about eight weeks. And that's about as far as we've got so far, but it's continually sort of filling up even as we speak. Obviously, being good that we've got our, um, uh, our managers are booking agents. So, like I say, both bands and what have yeah. you. But yeah that is the plan it would be great to go over them we really enjoyed touring australia last time with uh, and we had some days off in brisbane as well which is which was nice got to go to you know the usual kangaroo sanctuary et al but um i got to catch the um the bronx as well the night before we played actually um was that the crowbar i think that was a Uh, no i think it was at the same place actually but yeah just made a change to actually have a few days off we'd been in um Asia we just come from Taiwan and uh, rather than go back to England for a day and then come you know ridiculous we thought we'd have two days off which uh makes a change it's not always the case
1: because I mean with the hectic touring schedule you know you just plane go plane go play show you know it must be good to have just see a bit of scenery you know stop for a bit and, and take it all in
2: yeah definitely
1: As I said, I've seen you guys live a couple of times over the years, and you always seem to nail your vocals live, man. You're always on there. So do you spend a lot of time warming up to hit those high notes and things like that before a show?
2: I've got my own techniques. I don't overly warm up. That's one sort of misconception about people think you get better, but the more you do it. Mm-hmm. It's a good way to just get more tired. <laughs> so you don't want to go overboard yeah. with it. But, yeah, there, there are techniques and stuff like that, which you get learn over the years, like anybody does with tools of their trade.
1: Oh, of course. Of course, yeah. But, uh, man, no, congratulate you. You just really kick-ass live, and you're always solid, and you're always put on such a great show and you know you, you've got such a dedicated fan base around the world as well and you know i even know a guy who's got your face tattooed on his arm <laughs> nice <laughs>
2: how's
1: i mean when, when you see that kind of thing how's that how's that from your perspective
2: well he's a little strange but kind of used to it now i mean this is like 20th we've been signed well our debut album came out 20 years ago this year so kind of use well can you ever get used to it Sometimes it gets a little bizarre, but, um, yeah, no, we just appreciate the fact that, um, that we have had the longevity and hopefully the same, um, will apply to devilment that people will embrace it and realize that, yeah, it's not cradle of filth and that it is different. And that's the whole point about it. It's not supposed, there'd be no point in me doing another band like cradle of filth. I might as well just join Dimu Borgia or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the premise behind *Devilment* is to—it's—it's it's a pressure valve. It's different. Each song has its own entity. So some are quite simplistic. Some are a bit more, you know, varied with different in, instrumentation. But it's all about the heaviness, the big beat, the groove, the, the you know, the massive riff, uh, the chorus, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it has to be, you know, it's not everybody's cup of tea. It may be more people's cup of tea than *Cradle*, but essentially, it is a different entity.
1: Man, most of the people that I've spoken to that have heard the first single it was it Mother Carly. Uh, yeah. Most of the people that have heard it, man, that are, are fans, they, they do see it as a completely different animal to Cradle, and they appreciate it for that. And I think it's good, you know, you, you've Doing something for so many years, you do have to sort of keep things a bit interesting for yourself. So when you do go back to it, to, you know, the the original band, you can keep things fresh for yourself. Is that right?
2: Would you agree with that? Well, I do. I think it's what's good about it as well. It's almost like a pressure valve. Um, Government was a pressure valve on a bit of an escapism from Cradle when that was getting a bit much, because Mm. after a touring cycle for two years, you're pretty much done with it. So that was good to, to write lyrics and, and do something different, be in the studio with Devilman. And then even during the studio time, we, we went out and did a co-headline tour with Behemoth around Europe with Cradle. So that was a bit of escapism there. And likewise now, with all the press that Nuclear Blast have, have bestowed upon us quite lovingly, and we're you know, very grateful for it, and videos and you know all the stuff we've had to do recently, it's now another pressure valve, another escapism to mm. then jump back and be working on the Cradle stuff towards the new album. So it's quite good. It's like two sides of the coin. And the fact that the Devilman album's coming out pretty much like in in tandem, like uh, opposite orbit to, to Cradle. Cradle will be like next June. Whereas, you know, as I said, Devilment's coming out at Halloween. Hopefully they won't, you know, ever tread on each other's toes in that respect. So... Yeah, quite fortunate with the fact that I can turn to one over the other.
1: Do you ever think you could actually do a show where it'd be Devilman and Cradle together? Do you reckon you'd do a back to back show?
2: Um, I don't know. That's the sort of thing that um Devin Townsend or King Diamond have tried. <laughs> uh, I don't know I don't know. I don't even know if we'll be uh, be doing um shows on the same day at the summer festival, so maybe, yeah. you know, like we do one day and Cradle do the other. But um I don't know. I'd give it a go. Be a laugh. Yeah, yeah, it'd be... Life, it'd be a lot for a big complete disaster. One of the two.
1: Oh, I think it, you'd probably get used to it. <laughs> it'd be it'd be pretty demanding. I could imagine it being pretty demanding, though. You know. I should think so. Yeah, hectic, man. All right, man. Well, we're gonna go to the track. Even your blood group rejects me now. Thanks so much for hanging with us tonight, Danny. And uh, I wish you all the best with both Cradle and Devilment. And hopefully, we're gonna see you guys soon
2: yeah cheers can I just say that um, even your blood group rejects me is the new video you can see it on YouTube or you can visit the Facebook pages Devilman Cradle or in fact Danny Filth, because I spread much news uh, across all three so anyway check out the new video yeah we like it so uh, yeah thanks for for, um, all the support everybody over there in Australia uh, and thank you for undertaking this interview with me
0: planning on travelling this summer?